Welcome back to Notorious IDP. We have the Notorious Ones. I'm Ronnie, and I'm with Sean, like always. How are you doing today, kid? I'm doing super. It's week 15. Um, there may not be anybody left in the NFL to play games this week because of COVID, but that's all right. They're going to figure out a way to get this done. Uh, we're going to bring you some IDP matchups anyway. You're the one and against the spread. And we're going to bring a little twist against the spread just to make it a little, so, a little more exciting. Since our, our days of going six and zero and five and one seem to be done. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, news and notes. Uh, we have one Thursday game. Uh, we are bringing you this show on a Thursday. We didn't do Saturday for different reasons, but so there's a game tonight. Uh, I believe it's Kansas City and LA Chargers in LA. Uh, we have two games Saturday. Don't let that get you because if you forget to set your lineup, you're used to doing it Sunday morning, and then you realize, oh, two guys or two four teams basically just played Saturday. And they could cost you the playoffs if you're not ready. So pay attention to those Saturday games. Uh, all right. Then we have Arizona wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to miss the rest of the season with a knee injury. Uh, six weeks out is what he'll miss. So he may make it back late in the playoffs if they make it far. Lots and lots of COVID cases popping up all over the NFL. It's almost impossible to keep up. I think the story I just read is Cleveland running out of quarterbacks, Washington running out of players. Um, yeah, Case Keenum just tested positive and you already had Baker Mayfield test positive. I think their coach tested positive. So now you got Nick Mullins in line to start at Cleveland. So Washington, I think I heard has around 35, 36 active players left after you count IR and COVID list hits. So the NFL and NFLPA agreed today to let players test off of the COVID list now with just one negative test and no symptoms for 24 hours effective immediately. So we might get a lot of these players back, hopefully. Um, usually most players are symptom-free anyway. They just have to do that whole two negative test. Now just one. So we might get to see some real football after all. Tennessee's linebacker, Bud Dupree. He was designated to return from IR. He had an abdomen injury early in the year. And your favorite news. Jacksonville fired Urban Meyer. I guess his time in the NFL is finally grinded to a halt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. All right. With him, do you know what other legendary coach was fired before one year into the pros? There's been four total, but one of them was a legendary college coach also. Uh, probably not. The The two that I come to mind would be maybe Chip Kelly. Um I think he probably lasted longer than that, though. And uh, when you say legendary, I don't yeah. know if um, like Bobby Bowden ever went to the NFL. I would say Lou Holtz, possibly one of there those. There you go. Lou Holtz is the one. There you go. <laughs> With the Jets. With the I Jets, looked that up today. I was like, how many coaches in history have not made it a year? And there's only four of them. And Lou Holtz was on the list. The other two, I didn't really know. So, Well, the year is not over, and there's a good possibility. If you want to talk about hot seat coaches, we got another one that would not make it a full season, and that's Matt Rule of the Carolina Panthers. He is, I wouldn't say he's grinding to a halt like uh, Urban Meyer, but boy, what are they, like five and eight? Not looking good. Well, he was there last year, correct? Was he? Okay. Yeah. So, I, so he's made it this full first year. Yeah. I thought this might have been his like first a, year. I think he signed like a 10-year deal or yeah. something huge. They can get out of those pretty easy. So anyway, the offensive coordinator, Bevel, 
will be uh, the interim again. I think this is the second time being the interim as not at Jacksonville. I think it was Detroit last time. So, I mean, I don't know why he is. I guess Jacksonville's defense is too bad to put the DC there. OC Bevel doesn't really get many points. So they need to fire everybody. Start all over. (laughs) All right. A couple more uh, player news here. Detroit's tight end TJ Hawkinson. He's going to miss the rest of the year with a thumb surgery. Um, Boy, just it's all negative news. I hate reading this news. And I already mentioned uh, Cleveland's running out of quarterback. So Nick Mullins will probably be the starter. Uh, Expect them to run a lot. That's it. Do you have anything else in news and notes to add? I don't. I just wanted the Lou Holtz thing. I thought that was pretty good. And do you think Myers has a chance to get a job anywhere else? College. I think he'll do just fine in college. He'll probably take a year off like he always does. Um, Find some team like, I don't know, he's in Florida now. So maybe like a uh, UCF or, you know, one of those South college, uh, smaller colleges, South Florida, smaller colleges. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he has a chance or do you think this kind of ruined him? I just, you know, he's, is he really a good coach? People are saying it's only because he's had stacked teams. I don't remember the Bowling Green team being that stacked or the Utah team he took over, but I think someone will give him a chance. They just can't help themselves, but that might be a PR nightmare. Bowling Green, he turned into a really good team. Uh, When he left, that team kind of stayed good for a year or two and then slowly went back to, you know, unknown status. Utah, I did pretty good. Uh, that team's actually stayed pretty competitive. Um, in fact, this is probably one of their best years yet. Uh, but this is also, what, 15 years after Urban Meyer left. Then he went yeah. to Florida. Florida, you know, there was the big Tim Tebow time. They looked pretty good. Uh, but Florida's kind of regressed back to, you know, nothingness. They just had to fire their coach, who they just signed on and hire a new coach. So. It's, it'll be interesting to see what happens, um, but I wouldn't be surprised. You get I wouldn't expect a blue blood college to pick them up, but any small colleges that just want to turn their system around, because I think that's what he can do. He can kind of get the right mindset, get the fans involved, get the students involved, and just bring positivity. I don't know if he's kicking kickers in college. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well. He can probably grind out a winning season in college, we're saying, man. <laughs> well, for sure. Plus, he's got all those college bars he can hang out at. <laughs> you know, they say every year Urban Meyer gets older, but those college girls stay the same age. <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's get off of that and on to our IDP matchups of the week. You want to take us there with D-line to start? Yeah, us? let's go to D-line. Well, you know, one of my favorite defense, Pittsburgh versus Tennessee. I really like that matchup this week. Great matchup. I've got that prime matchup. I think that's not my number one. I didn't really put them in too much of order, but I kind of put them in the order I liked. They're my number three. So, okay. My number one and this team, it just, it's kind of interesting, but the Minnesota D line versus Chicago. I mean, prime matchup. (laughs) You would think without, uh, you know, Daniil quarterback Hunter. They're, uh, they would be taking a hit, but they're they're holding on there. They still lead the league in sacks. I think they average, what is it? I'm trying to do a lookup real quick. 3.2 uh, sacks per game. 
by, I think they're the only team in the NFL over three sacks per game. It looks like, yep. Next closest, you have like the Rams at 2.8 and Pittsburgh and Cincinnati at 2.8. So I think you got to go with those sacks and, you know, the, the linebackers and even Hunter Smith, the safety's getting involved. So a lot of people are getting those sacks, but that D line's good. All right. Well, back-to-back prime matchups. Let's go to Denver versus Cincinnati. Who do you like there, Denver? I like Denver. Denver versus Cincinnati. Sounded like you had a little eggnog there. It's tis the season, <laughs> my friend. Tis the season. You know what? Awesome. Uh, so a sidetrack here. Um, have you ever had the almond milk eggnog or almond eggnog? I've had almond milk, but not eggnog almond milk. <laughs> so it, it's not the same. Don't recommend it. I thought I'd try it. It's fancy. It's really runny. It's nowhere near as thick as like milk eggnog. Um, it's interesting. I'll just put it at that. It doesn't taste bad. It's just, uh, it's thinner. It's not as thick. So I don't know. Maybe I'll grow on it because it's not bad. You know, you mix it up right and it's, it's all good. All right, next up, I have Green Bay's D-line at Baltimore um, versus Baltimore. I don't know if it's at Baltimore. Yeah, it is at Baltimore. So Green Bay's D-line, they've been looking pretty hot lately. I think uh, Baltimore is giving up a lot of sacks. I mean, I think lately they're giving up three to four games. So got to take advantage of that Green Bay. And, some, you know, they've got linebackers, too, that'll get on this. Rashawn Gary's a really good player. Um, some of those guys up front in the middle look pretty good, too. but. I'm going their D-line here. All right. I like that one. I'm hoping this one, Buffalo versus Carolina. I'm hoping that rookie gets a double sack this week for you. He might. So uh, Sam Darnold's clear to come off of IR, by the way. I don't know if he's going to be playing, but does that, <laughs> does that help Carolina or hurt him? I don't know. I mean, they can't really do anything with P.J. Walker. They can't do anything with Cam Newton. Sam Darnold was a total mess other than like the first couple of games of the year. So I don't know. I am benching Russo this week. Anyway, I, I do like the matchup because it's Carolina, but I think I have better options. All right. My last matchup would be Los Angeles Rams D-line versus uh, Seattle. Again, I like anybody against Seattle. Um, we'll see how it works out. Seattle is actually much improved over the last two weeks. So we'll see if that uh, the year-long numbers are just kind of a, uh, what do they call that when you see like a, a lake in the desert, a mirage. <laughs> a mirage. <laughs> yeah. Seattle's nice. year might be a mirage. And the real Seattle is just the last two weeks, Seattle. All right. Fair enough. Going down to linebackers. I'm going to go back to Green Bay versus Baltimore. And I like the Green Bay linebackers this week. I don't have that one. I, I did the same thing. I was a little worried because I don't like putting like two different uh, sections of a defense on the matchups of the week. But I had to this week. It wasn't Green Bay. That was Pittsburgh. I like their D-line and their linebackers. matchup. I also did the same. <laughs> <laughs> so we both did Pittsburgh both. Yeah, those Pittsburgh linebackers against Tennessee. I think Tennessee, you know what? They're, they're a little bit different team without Derrick Henry. And I think linebackers are really getting after the quarterback. If they can force uh, Tannehill to throw, I think it's a, it's a good game for that front. Fair enough. I agree 100%. Well, I'm going to go Tampa Bay linebackers have been on fire versus New Orleans. Ooh, I didn't have that one, but thinking about it, I mean, you've got Taysom Hill, who's, 
you know, he's a running quarterback basically. So that's an extra running back. Those linebackers should be involved. Like you said, uh, especially Devin white last game, man, he tore it up. I'm going to go with, uh, with the linebacker pick here that might hurt you a little bit. Cincinnati's linebackers versus Denver. Uh, man, I think that that defensive front and I really expect Denver to run. It's probably going to be cold in Denver this weekend. I'm going to just put it at that, you know, about freezing up high in the mountains. So Cincinnati D line, get after it. I mean, linebackers. All right. Nice. Let's see. Next one. How about Arizona versus Detroit? Prime, prime. <laughs> yeah. What do you like about the Arizona linebackers? They just been getting after it, but more or less, I like it just because Detroit's been getting, well, they've been getting Amani Brown more involved, right? But most time it's TJ Hockett. Let's give it to Swift. Let's give it to Williams. You know, it's more Duncan Dink. So I can just see just a bunch of tackles going around and they really don't protect the quarterback that well. I have that too. I have that as my number four, Arizona linebackers versus Detroit. I think uh, the problem I have is DeAndre Swift is still out with a shoulder injury. TJ Hawkinson is on IR. He's done for the year. So they got Amon Amon Ross, St. Brown, um, maybe Jamal Williams, whoever, whatever backup running back is going to play. I just, the problem is the the volume, right? Detroit might only have like 20 plays in this entire game. And that's just not (laughs) enough tackles for the, the linebackers, but I do have them because Detroit probably gets desperate and probably throws a few picks, gets sacked. I don't know. They're missing on so many weapons. I just don't see them having a chance. I don't know what the spread is in this one. Oh, it's 13 and a half. That Oof. one's a, a big spread, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Arizona win by 20. So we might have to put that on the pick six if we don't already have it. Oh, it's not. Oh, well. So uh, I'm going to go with another one here. I'm going to go with Houston linebackers versus Jacksonville. Uh, I think with the new, you know, with the coach gone, Jacksonville will probably say, well, let's just run the ball a lot more. Uh, that's kind of one way to get the season over faster too, is run these games, get these, you know, run the clock faster, get the game done faster, get to the end of the year and start all over. So I like Houston's linebackers. Yeah, I agree with you. And that I call him King of the Hill. He's just been hot, hot as a pistol. Same with the, 49ers rookie linebacker. How was these? Uh, yeah. So uh, the other linebacker in Houston, though, Christian Kirksey, don't sleep he's on back. him. He's, he's back and he's looking pretty good over the last couple of games. Yep. You have any other linebackers? Nope. Just another sip of eggnog. All right. Perfect. I am. Let's go to DBs. I am going to go New York Giants versus Dallas. I like the Giants matchup here. Ooh, okay. I like that. I think uh, Logan Ryan is available in our league too, and that might be a good pick this week. Uh, they are missing, but Jabril, Jabril Peppers has been out for a while. Uh, I don't know. It's I wouldn't be surprised to see Dallas run in this game if they can, uh, but you know they're banged up at running back too, so we'll see. I don't have that matchup. I'm going to go with my favorite matchup of the week, and it's the Miami defensive backs versus the New York jets prime matchup. Number one matchup of the week. I think they just devastate uh, the rookie quarterback. Um, I don't think New York jets have an answer on offense to anything right now. So this could 
this could get ugly. It is a divisional game, and that might make both teams play a little harder and keep it close, but I can't see it staying close very long. I know the the spread's getting ridiculous. I think it's almost 10 <laughs> points now, but I do like it, so I'm, I'm sticking with Miami there. All right. Well, I am going to go San Francisco versus Atlanta for my next one. I don't know about that one. That's so I remember we had a a podcast what probably a month or two ago and I started tracking like the the turnovers, the takeaways for each defense. Yeah. San Francisco had one interception on week 1 and then it took them maybe 8 or 9 weeks just to get a second interception. Uh quick update, yeah. they are now up to 6, which is good enough for not last, but they're they're about third to last, right? You have the Jets with only four, Jacksonville with only five, uh, the Chargers with only five, ironically, and Green Bay with only five. No, well, Chicago with only five, not Green Bay. Uh, right. But they have six. Fair, fair enough, but they're hot right now. They're playing well. And Atlanta's going to – they haven't been running. More Mike Davis, you know, is coming out. Patterson's kind of banged up. They usually put a DB on him because he's a former wide receiver, right? Yep. Biggest weapon is the tight end. They're going what to happened put one to him. Of, you know, they're going to put a DB. I'm just, I'm just looking at a volume play here. Okay, I like it too. I think uh, that's what Atlanta does. High scoring game. So uh, Kyle Pitts, though, I mean, what happened to him? He was an all world. MVP for like the first half of the year, maybe not the first couple of games, but he caught on. I think they've realized that's all Atlanta can do is just kind of work ways to pass to him. They haven't really figured anything else. Without Ridley, you know, they can double team the tight end now. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. I think when Ridley left, that was the end of the Kyle Pitts show. Although he still leads the team by a large margin in receiving yards at 770, still not a thousand, probably won't get it, but. Anyway, moving on to my next pick. Uh, I'm going to go the banged up DBU, Tampa Bay. They, uh, <laughs> they're getting some people back, right? Richard, uh, was it um, uh, Sherman? Yeah. He's, he's back, had a pick last week. I think Richard. Good. Yeah, Richard. Richard Sherman. <laughs> anyway, I like the Tampa Bay, mostly because of their safeties. They're playing New Orleans, who doesn't have a really good first or second string quarterback right now um i don't like any of their options i think Jameis winston was basically like an all pro quarterback when he was there compared to these next two guys um but they're moving on i don't know if there's a third option for new orleans at quarterback so i like tampa bay's dbs yeah it's a pretty good matchup um next one i have is kind of a risky one but I hate throwing Seattle out there, but I think they're going to get passed on a lot. So there's going to be a lot of tackle. So I'm taking Seattle versus the Rams, another volume play. All right. I'm going to go with Tennessee's DBs versus Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's turning into more of a passing team because teams are going to make them beat them with the pass. Uh, If you watch Ben Roethlisberger, he's scoring some decent fantasy points, but he cannot move. So basically the plan is blitz him and run blitz while you're at it. And don't let anything happen quick and make him beat you. <laughs> so Tennessee's DBs, I like. All right. Do you have any other ones? I do. Uh, Buffalo's DB. That's another problem with quarterback. Carolina, New Orleans are in the same boat. Mostly, uh, you know, 
you get about 1.8 seconds as a quarterback to pass it in Carolina. And unless you're an all world quarterback, you're not going to be doing too well at Carolina right now. I think they just can't block for anybody. So Buffalo's DBs are probably going to have a field day this week against Carolina. What do you think about flipping the script on that one? Buffalo's probably going to get up big early. Carolina's just going to have to force the pass and that's going to be another volume play there. I would go with Carolina's linebackers over their DBs in that, in that situation. Cause Buffalo, you know, they can't really run it. That's the thing they're trying. They tried Matt Breida. They have Singleton, Singletary. They have uh, Zach Moss. Moss yeah. And none of them seem to be having really big running games. In fact, the quarterback, Josh Allen seems to be getting a lot of the rushing yards. Uh, I think Buffalo would love to get up big and just hand it and try to basically force feed that running game. Maybe they can get something going, try different blocking schemes. I don't know. All right. Well, that's all I have there. I I don't have any more DBs, but I did look up one piece of information and that is Kyle Pitts. How many touchdowns does the tight end Kyle Pitts, that big rookie tight end have this year? I'm going to say two. Close. He has one. One. <laughs> yeah. And that was I remember back. one, but I don't remember more than one. So I was like, well, two, because I could miss something. <laughs> October 10th. So maybe we shouldn't uh, be cashing those checks in on that tight end just yet as a superstar tight end. He's getting a lot of targets. I mean, he's getting six, seven targets a game for like pretty much all year long. He's just not doing much with them anymore. All right. Are you ready for the ones? I am ready for the ones. Okay, let's start off with Buffalo. Um, Last week, I had Matt Milano. It looks like nine tackles and a sack last week. He's definitely holding on to this spot. Matt Milano, still the one. All right, well, I'm sticking with my DB, who also had a great game this week. Pryor. Pryor. Okay. I I wrote that down wrong. There I go. I'll fix that. (laughs) (laughs) New England was on a bye last week. I had Matt Judon sticking with them. I had J.C. Jackson. No reason to move yet. J.C. Jackson is a tie in the league right now for pass defenses. Um, and again, like you, you go to some sites with different stats than what I go to. But J.C. Jackson and Trayvon Diggs both have 17 pass defenses to lead Ooh. the league right now. Marshawn Lattimore is right up there at 16. So those three are looking really good right now. Moving on to the New York Jets. Um, I've had Quinn and Williams for about four or five weeks, but CJ Mosley's back on the radar. I'm sticking with Quinn and Williams for now, though. D-line, you're the one. <laughs> I also put that. CJ Mosley, watch out for him, but I'm sticking with Quincy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Quinn and Quincy, it still is. Yeah. All right, Miami was on a bye. I had the rookie Jalen Phillips sticking with them. All right. I'm also sick in with Jalen Phillips, but I think that's pretty awesome. Three of the four different. So that's pretty good. Okay. We'll take giving it. a little off, giving a little, little different opinion for people instead of always having the same guys. It's going to make for some uh, great year in debates on our year end. You're the one. And then of course my favorite is the dynasty dynasty. You're the one uh, after that. So all right, moving on to Baltimore. Um, you know, I've had Tyus Bowser for a few weeks. Two bad games in a row for Bowser. I'm making a switch to the more reliable one. Cornerback, Anthony Averett, you're the one. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yep, nice move. I was going to make that switch, but I was going to get Bowser one more week. But Averett 
is coming back and ah, he's looking good. So officially, are you giving Bowser another week? Yep. One more week for Bowser. Okay. I just like the name. Yeah. <laughs> the King. Buddha, Bowser, the King. I mean, you can't make up these names. These are like perfect football names. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Pittsburgh. Oh, TJ Watt's been so on and off. I think he does lead the leagues. Let me check real quick um, in sacks. It is TJ Watt now above Miles Garrett to lead the league in sacks, but he doesn't want to be in there right now. Even though he leads, bird. The, he leads the league in sacks, doesn't really want to be out there. I'm going with the cornerback that's making plays over the last two weeks. Akello Witherspoon. You're the one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I didn't put switch on here, but I have Hayward but I'm pretty sure I had Watt last week. So that's a switch, but like, I don't know what happened to Watt. he had one point, a big mama bird. He kind of got banged up a little bit, was standing on the sideline, talking with the coach. Um, he looked fine, but he was shaking his head. No, he didn't really want to go back in. I mean, he does lead the league in sacks. So maybe that's all he cares about. Uh, definitely getting that money uh, and trying to avoid any injury. So maybe just wants to be able to finish the year. We'll see. Um, Cincinnati I've had Trey Hendrickson for a couple of weeks uh, another week another sack Trey Hendrickson boy he's right up there let me look where he stands number five in the league right now with 12 and a half sacks Trey Hendrickson still the one I am also sticking with Hendrickson because he's the perfect fit he's a pretty high floor guy amazing trade that Cincinnati pulled off in the offseason to get him from New Orleans because New Orleans I think they probably had a a lot of riches at that defensive end position. Uh, and they chose to get rid of Trey Hendrickson instead of paying him. I think that that kid's going to make some money. All right. Uh, Cleveland, this one's easy. Miles Garrett had a touchdown and another sack. Easily, easily, <laughs> easily still the one Miles Garrett. Yep. I also have Miles Garrett, but we're two for four in this one. That's pretty good. All right. Well, let's start the AFC South with Jacksonville. All right, since there's a change at head coach, I'm also going to make a change. Uh, Josh Allen has gone five weeks without a sack, and that's who I had in here. That's a lot of time without a single sack. I mean, I can take a couple of weeks, maybe three. I'm switching to the linebacker who's going to stay busy, uh, especially on a bad team. Damon, Damian Wilson, linebacker, you're the one. All right, well, I didn't find anyone I liked, so I stuck with the young Josh Allen who – turned out to not be the real josh allen <laughs> of late <laughs> yeah we need to so, we need to have like a, a cage match between the two josh allens after the year's over to figure out who who earns the title josh allen yeah, i think the, the defensive end will get it <laughs> all right tennessee you, catch him. <laughs> yeah, you put him in a cage yeah it'll just be running around very true tennessee i've had kevin byard for a few weeks still the one and Kevin Barr, by heart, I made the switch, the number two DB in the league. So I made that switch this week. I have to look to see if I picked the D-line on uh, Tennessee's matchups. Nope, I picked the DBs, so I do like Kevin Byard even more. Uh, Indianapolis was on a bye last week. I have I had uh, Bobby Okereke sticking with him. He's still the one. Yep, and I'm sticking with Leonard, so not much to say there. All right. I did notice that Bobby O'Karake was on the injury list. Uh, I'm keeping a close eye on it. Let's see if he plays. I don't know. It might just be an illness thing, so he's probably fine. All right, Houston, Camus Grugier-Heel I've had for a couple of weeks. Five solos and a pass defense. Hmm, decent enough. Good enough to keep him here. He's still the one. 
Yep, he's still the one for me, Mr. Jujuro Hill, or I just say King of the Hill. Make it easy for me. King of the Hill works good. I noticed he got dropped in our league. That's kind of interesting. I guess there are a lot of linebackers out there, but he's a good one. All right, Kansas City. Uh, I've had Chris Jones. He's not playing this week, by the way. Uh, I took him out and replaced him with Tyron Matthew. Chris Jones had a half a sack, but Matthew showed he belongs here with his third interception of the year, Tyron Matthew. All right. I also made a switch and I went to Matthew also. Los Angeles Chargers. Derwin Derwin James hurt his hammy. Didn't play last week. I'm sticking with him. Hope he plays this week. I think he's got a quad injury now to go along with that hammy. Uh, Hope he plays, but I'm sticking with him even though he didn't play last week. I made a switch to Kaiser White just because I wasn't sure if he was going to play this week. All right. Las Vegas. Um, Denzel Perriman is another guy that didn't play last week with an ankle, uh, but he holds a huge team lead in tackles. I'm not going to go with go away from him just yet. Denzel Perriman's still the one. Yeah, I'm also not going away unless he misses two weeks in a row. So Perryman's the man for me. I think same boat there. If he misses another week, I'll look. I'll look elsewhere. Maybe back to Jonathan Abram. All right, Denver. Uh, Draymond Jones. He's a beast. He showed us why he's the one with two more sacks. Draymond Jones still the one. Well, and I'm. St- I really like him. Is he available still in our league? Yes, he is. But uh, I am going to stick with Justin Simmons. He's carried me the last couple of weeks. Great free agent pickup I made there. Not bad. Actually, I think someone took uh, picked up Draymond Jones a couple of weeks ago or last week in our league. Uh, Washington. Ah, oh, boy, this saved you at the very end there. Uh, Cole Holcomb with the pick six at the end. Um. I've had Kendall Fuller. I know he's on the COVID list this week. Might not play. Linebacker, you know, Cole Holcomb had a pick six. But did, uh, but Kendall Fuller did enough with six solos and two pass defenses. It's no pick six, but basically I'm, I'm teeter-tottering between Cole Holcomb and Kendall Fuller. I'm sticking with Kendall Fuller. He's still the one. All right. And I've had Holcomb for quite a while, and I'm sticking with him. That's one where if I had Cole Holcomb, definitely wouldn't change after the pick six. Uh to try to get him back into the game, but Kendall Fuller, more consistent. All right, Dallas, uh, this rookie, I think we could, if we were to vote right now, there's, he's clear rookie defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons. Um, the rookie might be getting even better. He's finishing his quarterback hits with sacks now. Early in the year, he'd get like four quarterback hits and zero sacks. Now he's getting like two quarterback hits and two sacks. So he's finishing. I like him. Uh, Micah Parsons, still the one. Yeah, he's still the one for me, Mr. Rookie of the Year. Uh, Philadelphia, they were on a bye. I had Alex Singleton, linebacker, sticking with them, still the one. I had TJ Edwards, but it'd probably be a switch unless he has a big game this week. We'll see. Um, New York Giants to finish off the NFC East. I've had Xavier McKinney for about five weeks in a row. I'm making a switch. It's that time of year when, uh, when the rookies – Show, basically show it, show who they are, what they can do. This linebacker, Aziz Ojolari, back-to-back games with a sack, and he had several to start the year. Aziz Ojolari, linebacker, you're the one. All right, and I'm going to stick with Mr. Xavier for myself. Okay. Uh, Green Bay, I've had Rasul Douglas for a couple of weeks, sticking with them, added a pick six, but linebacker Preston Smith, he's playing really great lately. Look at him. Uh, Look at him as well, but I'm sticking with Rasul. 
I almost switched to Smith, but Campbell just showed enough to barely hold on. So Campbell's still the one for it. Took so long for you to convince me to get on him. <laughs> now I'm having a hard time of switching off. <laughs> Campbell does get a lot of tackles. Uh, he just needs to do more sacks. I don't think they blitz him much. He needs some sacks. All right, Chicago. This is a shocker. I've had Roquan Smith since week one. Roquan Smith added nine tackles, but Robert Quinn has 14 sacks this year, five straight <laughs> games with a sack, eight and a half sacks in those five games, number three in the league in sacks, Robert Quinn. I'm switching. Robert Quinn, linebacker, you're the one. All right. We might have to stop and have a debate here. I'm sticking with Smith. He's is. He hasn't let you down all year where Robert Quinn has. I know Robert Quinn's hot right now, but it's hard for me to move off of Smith with that high floor. But being we both don't have him, we might have to look for a new NFC. You're the one. Maybe. Are you on Robert Quinn as well? Yeah, I don't see uh, I don't see anybody. You're on Robert Quinn, right? You might have muted there. Yeah, no, I got um Roquan. Roquan Smith, but I think we might have to make a switch for NFC. You're the one. All right. We'll have to look at that. At the um, end. Minnesota. I've had Harrison Smith ever since he came back from his his missed time because he's been looking really good. But Eric Kendricks, he's looking amazing right now, too. Hard to change. I'm sticking with Harrison Smith for now. You're the one. All right. And I'm also sticking with Smith, but it's hard to discount the other guy. Yeah, Eric, Eric oh, Kendricks. Man, Kendricks is just tearing it up. Yep. But Smith is still the one for me. Okay, let's go to Detroit. Um, Amani Awarie still looks good after a bad game, I'd say. But watch linebacker Josh Woods. 21 tackles over the last two games. But I'm sticking with cornerback Amani Awarie until I'm proven otherwise. He's the one. Well, I'm also going to stick with Amani, and I won't try to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I just like saying it. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, that it is. New Orleans. Ah, this is kind of a, you know, there's some good players, but not really any big standouts. Marshawn Lattimore, I switched to last week. I think he's probably a standout. Um, five more solos, two pass defenses. He's right up there near the top of the league in pass defenses. Marshawn Lattimore, still the one. Yep, I made the same switch with you last week with Latimer, and I am sticking with him. I like these shutdown corners who are actually putting a stamp on it this year. Yep, especially if they get thrown at. You know, you got to get those pass defenses if that ball comes your way. doesn't matter if you get the pick or not. Just get, get your pass defenses, and some of those will be picks. Here's a contender for NFC. Uh, NFC, you're the one. Atlanta's linebacker, Foyasada Luakon. He added... A team-high seven more tackles and a pass defense. Nothing great, but still leads the team. Foyasada Lukon still the one. He's still the one for me, and he's probably in consideration. I'll, uh, I'll put him on the board. I'll be honest with you. If I were building a team based on a defensive pick, I'd pick Roquan Smith before Luakon. Uh, probably nine times out of ten, maybe ten out of ten. I think okay. Roquan Smith is just that good. But... I think he's got a little more help. I mean, Deion Jones kind of disappeared for Atlanta. All right, Tampa Bay. Uh, this one's there's some there's some talent on this defense, but I'm going to go with Shaquille Barrett, who I've had for a couple of weeks. Nine sacks on the year, 
Even though Devin White is flying up this list, I'm sticking with Shaquille Barrett for now. He's the one. And I made a switch a few weeks ago to Mr. White, and I'm sticking with him. He's carrying me through. Carolina. <laughs> Carolina is just kind of a, I think their season's <laughs> over. I've had Shaq Thompson. I do like him better than Brian Burns. I like him better than Jeremy Chin. He added 11 more tackles last week. Shaq Thompson's still the one. Yeah, that was tough. I'm probably going to make that switch next week, but the D line, I just have a hard time. When you got a good young one, I have a hard time moving off of them. So Burns is the one for me still. That team was so promising to start the year, too. They just fell apart completely. I think it was offensive line. I don't know if it was an injury, but first couple of games, I mean, they had all-world receivers. Sam Darnold looked like a, an all-pro, and then nothing. Running backs can't run. Maybe it was uh, Christian McCaffrey getting hurt. But now he's done for the year, so I think they're done. All right, Arizona and the NFC West. I've had Jordan, week, Jordan Hicks for five weeks. Uh, no sacks last week, but he added seven tackles. I'm sticking with Jordan Hicks, still the one. All right, and I also am sticking with Mr. Hicks. I didn't put no notes, so I think I'll just follow your lead. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle's pretty easy. I've had I had Bobby Wagner last week, although I just barely switched to him last week after getting off Jamal Adams because he's out for the year. Bobby Wagner added 15 more tackles, still the one. Yeah, that's uh, just it's hard to move off of Wagner at this point. I do like Jordan Brooks. He's getting a lot of tackles, too. But I think Bobby Wagner is going to finish the year strong. Yeah, great linebacker duel. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to look at those again, too. I know we always do those uh, linebacker duel duos uh, yeah. you know, to see who leads. It's always crazy stats to look at those, too. Yeah. I remember you giving me last year, like, the who were the bottom five duos in the league? That's tough. <laughs> top five is oh, pretty yeah. pretty easy all right let's go to the rams uh wow i had aaron donald for i'm surprised i didn't have him all year but Ty, tyler rap got his time he's kind of a disappeared i think injury but aaron donald uh three more sacks last week still the one easy he could be the <laughs> nfc or the one yeah i will pencil donald in on the card with for a side, but Donald is the one for me. So, so far, two we can choose from. Here's a third. San yep. Francisco's Nick Bosa. He had two more sacks, and he's the better Bosa. He is tied for third in the league with 14 sacks as well. Nick Bosa still the one. Yeah, Nick Bosa, he's still the one for me, and I think it comes down to those three. Yep. I think uh, – to me, it's either Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa on the NFC side, and on the AFC side, I think it's easy. It's Miles Garrett. Yeah, Garrett, hands down. And I agree. I think it has to go between Donald and Bosa. Donald's, God, he takes half of the field away, right? They don't yep. run towards him. They don't double, triple team him. So I almost give it to him just for the respect. But Bosa, he's looking pretty good. But I think he's got a little more help up front Bosa than Donald does. Bosa's winning the stat competition, right? He's got yeah. 42 tackles, 14 sacks. Donald has more tackles, 61 tackles and 10 sacks. Um, so sack-wise, anyways, Bosa has it. Tackles for loss. I think Nick Bosa is probably number one in the league, which is pretty nice with 18. Yep. And Donald is somewhere around 12. So 
it's going to be tough just watching them play. I mean, Aaron Donald is the better player, but Nick Bosa is putting it on paper, so to speak. Yeah. Well, let's settle it this way. I'll let you decide. If you had to pick one of them, who would you pick to start your defensive line? I always like to look at past defenses from my defensive linemen. You know, everything else has to be close. Uh, There's sacks, 14 to 10. I would consider that somewhat close. Past defenses, Nick Bosa has one. Aaron Donald has four. I'm picking Aaron Donald. All right. I will second that, and I think Donald is the one also. All right. That is our You're the One for Week 15. How? This this year is going by really quick. There's only a few more weeks left. I think we go clear into maybe the second week of January for our regular season. So get ready for just what'll feel like a super long season for everybody. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That is a year, the one. So that means it's time for that. I don't know if we love it or hate it, but the year, the ones are the against the spread uh, pick them pick six segment. So I already shared the list with you. So let's see what we have. New York jets at Miami. This, this spread is definitely moving towards Miami right now. I've got Miami minus nine and a half. I'm taking Miami to cover that big spread. I think they win by a lot more than that. I am also taking Miami in that one. Seattle at the Rams. Rams are only four and a half. I think that's actually moved up to like five and a half. Still, I like the Rams at four and a half. I'm taking them to cover. All right. I hustle like this is scary. I hustle like the Rams. Uh Oh, we're on a, this might be good if we all pick the same. Uh, We'll definitely have a tiebreaker, which I know we'll pick different. (laughs) Minnesota. That's the only one we really discuss, right? (laughs) We got to get a tiebreaker that we don't pick the same on. So, and it's easy if I just pick Denver and then I pick against them. (laughs) All right. Uh, So we both have Miami, both have the Rams, Minnesota at Chicago, Chicago's getting three and a half points. I think Minnesota covers. Give me Minnesota to cover. Three and a half. I am having a hard time picking against Chicago because they helped me win my pick six last week for real. (laughs) I am taking Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you get 19 and a half points on a teaser, I think that's it's you got to take it. But this is three and a half. Uh, Chicago probably doesn't come close. Although I wouldn't be surprised. You got to tease every once in a while. (laughs) Chicago could win this. Uh, Minnesota can't seem to blow anybody out or just finish any games. They let everybody back in. So I could see it being close. All right. Washington at Philly. So we're both on Minnesota, right? Yep. Yep. Washington at Philly. This is the one that uh, COVID has wrecked this game because Washington doesn't have any players left. I think when I first put this on here, it was like a two and a half point spread. Uh, I'm sure it's higher than this now, but this says Philadelphia minus seven. Um, Washington doesn't have anybody. I'm going Philly to cover. All right. I am also taking Philly. I think the last update I saw on that was nine and a half. It could, it could go to like two touchdowns by the time this plays. Maybe the NFL ruling where it's easier to get off the COVID list will help Washington out here. So don't, don't take Philly if this gets too high because Washington could be a shocker. Montez well, was a good play too. Sometimes Vegas just takes it off where you can't bet on it if you haven't got in yet. I was fully expecting that because I was just watching the spread go up and up and up. I'm like, well, I was on Washington when it was when it was like two point spread, two and a half. 
It's like, okay, Washington can cover. And then I start reading this guy's out. This Washington had four different centers all out because of COVID. Four string out. They don't really have anybody to hike the ball. Wow. So maybe their long snapper will be their center. I don't know. <laughs> but maybe they'll get him back now because of the change in the NFL. All right. Uh, where are we? Green Bay at Baltimore. Baltimore is at home. They're getting five and a half points. I'm going to take Green Bay to cover. If Jackson was playing, I'd be all over this, but I'm going to have to go with Green Bay also. That's four, five for five. Uh, that's 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 dangerous. So uh, wow. on, on Lamar Jackson, I'm hearing game time decision or maybe game day decision. I, I'm leaning towards him playing because he's got a sprained ankle, not a high sprain or anything. But if he doesn't practice all week, maybe we see Huntley and maybe Huntley plays, but you're going against Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, I, I, I'm not going to go against Aaron Rodgers with any backup quarterback. Dallas at the Giants. Uh, this is a big one too. Giants are at home and they're getting 10 and a half points. I think Dallas actually wins by more than that. I'm going Dallas. All right. And those rival games are going to be close. So I'm going to take the Giants. All right, you do know that it's it's Mike Glennon or possibly from I can't remember his first name because he's a rookie quarterback. Is it Daniel from? I don't know. So yeah, it's definitely not. Well, is Daniel Jones that good of a quarterback anyway? So maybe it doesn't hurt him. No, I'm just hoping they give it to Barkley. Yeah, every play. <laughs> yeah. You drafted him to be the stud. Let him do is what he does. Give him the ball. All they got to do is keep it within 10 points and, and yeah. you win. So I don't think they do it. I think uh, Zeke, Zeke wins that show. Um, even if it's not Zeke, if it's Pollard getting, you know, a hundred yards. Yeah. If they go to the third string for sure, then the most definitely I would take Dallas. <laughs> All right. And our tiebreaker uh, Cincinnati at Denver, Denver's at home favored by two and a half. I think Cincinnati wins this. Give me, Cincinnati plus the points. All right. And you know, I can't go against my team. So I'm taking Denver. <laughs> Easy tiebreaker. Yeah. All right. We're going to do something new and add some over under stuff that I never do. Uh, you showed me this stuff last week. I'm like, oh, I'll try it out. Never really done the over unders. Don't know really how to figure that out, but I'm going to try it and we'll see how it goes. So we're just going to do three over unders and see how we do. If, uh, if I do good, we'll probably keep it. If I do bad, then we'll dump it. We'll never see this, this segment again. So here are the three over-unders I have. Um, first off, Arizona at Detroit. The over-under is 47 and a half. What do you have? I'll take the over, but that's a lot. It is. But, you know, 48 is enough. So I'm going to go with over as well. Um, and then this next one, Washington and Philly. This is dangerous because who knows who plays for Washington, but the over-under is 44. Who do you have, or what do you have? I'm going to take the over just because it's going to, both are going to be in the 20s, so I'm taking the over. All right, I'm with you. I think Philadelphia might actually score in the 30s here, so I'm going to go over as well. Uh, so we're both on the over. Cincinnati at Denver in the freezing cold in Denver. It's 44 is the over-under. What do you have? You kind of convinced me with the cold and everything, but I'm still going to take the over, but it's probably going to be under, but I'm going to take the over. I'm looking at like 40 to 42 total points. So I'm definitely taking the under here. Um, so that's our only difference is I have Cincy Denver under, and then the rest of them we all have over. All right. That'll be fun. All right. We'll see how that goes.
Uh, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else, Dad? No, I don't have anything else. All right. Happy eggnog season to you and good luck this week. And if you're a college football fan, I think we have bowl games starting up maybe as early as tomorrow, maybe tonight. I don't know. Starting up soon. So watch those, even if the early bowl games aren't that great. Enjoy them. That's what we got. All right. I agree. And peace out.